The Hot Box Podcast, E-Rock, Box Kev. Can't stop, won't stop, can't stop, won't stop. How we feeling, man? Can't stop. Energized. Energized? Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic? Yes, indeed. We are, man. Uh, we're being consistent, so that's good. Yes, we are being consistent. We're dealing with your travel schedule. We are. We're going to make it work. We're, we're going to make, make it work. work Whether man. I got to zoom in or be here in person, if I got to just fly in for the day just to do the podcast, that's what I'm going to do. What are your plans after this? I got to jump on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. We... All right, I get it. I, I get it, man. Big show today. Uh, Melinda Shekels. Man. She is one of the biggest PR queens in Las Vegas. I mean, I remember being in Los Angeles watching uh, KTLA. It's like, you know, like the uh, the news station yeah. out there. I was watching KTLA and I was drinking coffee and, you know, she would always pop up on my television, like, you know, talking about all things Vegas. In L.A. In L.A. Which is dope. And now I live here. And now I watch TV in the morning. And now at like 11 a.m. or something, drinking my coffee. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's waking up pretty late, like, you know, right. in our world. For I know you, you wake not, up at 5 a.m. Yeah, for you, that's normal. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey, I have long nights. Right, for you sure. You know? Um, but, yeah, now, like, you know, I, I tune in on, t on the television today. And, yo, she's, again, all over the television. She knows. She knows everything about Vegas. Yeah, she's, she she's is got it literally yeah. the end all when it comes down to the authority about everything you need to know about Vegas. We have a great conversation with Melinda Shekels right here on the Hot Box Podcast. E Rock Box Kev, let's go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. How you feeling? My name is DJ E Rock, and we are back. The Hot Box Podcast or Radio Basement, whichever way you're listening to this to. Um, we got a special guest in the building, and uh, I'm very honored to have you here right now. We've got a queen of Vegas in here right now. Melinda Shekels, you are a well-renowned journalist. Um, you uh, do, uh, let's see, what, 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 what are some of the publications that you uh, that you contribute to? Billboard Magazine, Hollywood Reporter, Forbes Travel Guide, uh, Business Traveler. Wow. Uh, Consequence of Sound, uh, if we're keeping in the music family, Grammy.com, bunch of uh, different entertainment and lifestyle websites and publications. And then you you also do TV. TV, yeah. local Our local uh, ABC affiliate in Las Vegas, where I'm based, and uh, sometimes KT, even KTLA in LA, my home station that I grew up watching, and I get to be on it now. I love that. You know, that was actually the first time that that I've actually seen you on television. I lived in Los Angeles for about a good, like, you know, five and a half, six years. And then, you know, I mean, I've, I've been playing out here as a resident DJ for about 15. But I remember watching KTLA one time, and then you popped up on the screen, and you were you were describing, um, like, you know, things that were coming to Vegas. Like, you know, all the new things that you needed to check out. Like, you know, I mean, that's a pretty massive role, I must say. Like, you know, to be able to be that insider to – you know, to let people in on on experiences that they should have when they come here. Like, what goes into that? I mean, it's got to be a lot of work. Yeah, it's, uh, and I don't even know how I got the role. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, it took many years. So it, uh, you know, it's been a 15-year process um, of, you know, being in Vegas. I moved here from Orange County in uh, 2007 to take a job at a magazine. And I've been a journalist, you know, for 20 years. So moved here, you know, was, was, pretty young and uh right then was really as everything was kind of starting to explode right that was when mm -hmm. 2007 that was like wow. nightclubs were moving into hotels and light yeah and day clubs and day everything. clubs yeah. were you know tau beach had just opened and then we soon after that we got wet, wet republic 
And it was just a really interesting time to be in the city. It was, you know, residencies were starting to come. The big performers were starting to want to be here. And I just, it was good timing. It was, a, and then the housing market, of course, crashed. So everybody was in rebuild mode mm -hmm. right after that. So I got really fortunate because I was able to come to the city and establish myself in a place that's very welcoming. Very. You know, Vegas is an open door community. And, uh, you know, just being able to touch so many different topics i um that's how i kind of got my insider knowledge you know it was it was just being everywhere having my hand e eating at all the buffets as i liked <laughs> literally <laughs> figuratively so uh, how long so this was about a good 15 years ago when you came out here like how did everything start exactly though like you know where where, where did you start and whatnot well interestingly enough so i started in i went to college at uc irvine okay uh, I'm from Hollywood originally, born and raised Hollywood, California. Went to UC Irvine and then stayed in Orange County for about 10 years. Worked at a publication there in Newport Beach, which was great. You know, living your 20s in Newport Beach is really probably nothing better than that. And uh, it, was, it was a home decor publication. So it was a business publication. That was right as the housing market was starting to yes. boom in Orange County. Mm -hmm. So had it made tons of contacts in that industry. Really networking, meeting people was always kind of my best skill. That has been, I'm a people person and, you know, I just was really fortunate to be, also be industry that was kind of booming at that time and then so writing all about homes and new homes i then started of course you know when you're on the business side everybody in the business publishing wants to work in consumer publishing mm -hmm. so at that time we had home decor magazines el decor and domino and they, there was still a big market for magazines at that time so i started just applying to jobs in the consumer side my mom lived in las vegas and uh, sure enough, I got a job at Greenspun Media Group in a couple a couple of uh, months, and took that job in 2007. Came wow. over, came over to Vegas for a magazine called Las Vegas Home and Design. That was my first publication. Uh, that was your first publication, mm -hmm. and then you've made the shift to like you know entertainment mm -hmm. and 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 nightlife and and pretty much anything, all things Vegas. Correct. These days, yeah. How does, how does that feel though? Just like you know, to be like you know that voice. It. Um, you know, it was really interesting because I didn't really kind of realize that I was that voice <laughs> until oh, you are until just recently because I used to drink coffee <laughs> like you know every weekend and see you pop up on my television in Los Angeles. I'm like, I know her, I know her. So you you definitely are, and, and even you know people in my family would even like you know um, they would like 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 quote certain stories or certain things that you were talking about like you know on the radio or not on the radio on television. Excuse me. So um, yeah, you definitely are that voice so it's uh you know it was funny because i i think really kind of what bridged the the gap for me with local so i was i was at 944 magazine which at that time was really focused on the booming nightclub industry that was starting to take off and look i miss 944 like, oh my best. god it was incredible it was you know it was we put paris hilton on the cover and the kardashians and it was so it was pre-instagram so you know we still we had nightclub photographers and we had hugh bernie who you know hugh bernie <laughs> the legends the legends oh, of man. merlin bronx and last night's party and all these guys that used to go to nightclubs and take pictures because there wasn't instagram mm -hmm. so we had and we 
we were a forum for that. We would publish these photos as Spy on Vegas, you know, incredible business model. And, uh, you know, over that time when I was working at 944, then we started Vegas 7 magazine, which was a great weekly publication here in town for so many years. We jumped into Life is Beautiful Music Festival. That was something I got to work on during that era. And then, you know, kind of when Vegas 7 closed in 2018, I was like, well, what else am I going to do locally, right? I'm not going to leave Vegas, but I'm not going to, I just don't know there's any, like I need to take this to the next level, right? Mm -hmm. So I decided to really jump into the national writing scene. Okay. And I had been writing for Hollywood Reporter for many years and a billboard here and there, but I really put my effort at that time into billboard and they really welcomed me with open arms. And that was the time right when big residencies were starting to get announced. I remember when the wind signed, like literally, what was it? How many uh, DJs was it? It's like, yeah, it was big. It was like, I don't know. It was like every big electronic dance yeah. artist, like in the world, you know, was there. And I remember that was such a big statement. That was like the start of what you started to see, like happening on the Vegas strip. It, it, change nightlife like for good for good you it know really what i mean did. shout out to yeah. z one time actually yeah you know she had a big part in that um you know you've seen a lot that that that's happened here what's the craziest things or one of the craziest things you've ever seen happen in vegas oh gosh you know i think okay i will say it was the first night that lady gaga showed up inside of nomad library uh with to perform with brian newman after her show wow um, that, that wasn't too long ago either. it was no it was early 2019 so she just started her residency and brian newman is her band leader great guy and uh you know there was rumors that she was going to come perform with him after the show and sure enough that first night it was a sunday and they had just finished their first kind of like weekend run of shows she showed up it was like one o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. Everybody went crazy. And that woman performed a full show after How her long is that? show. She performed for at least an hour and a half. Oh, my Lord. And to the point where I was like, she's not going to have a voice, you know, like she and because she gives it so much singing and dancing. And she did a full show. Wow. And it was just one of the most exciting moments because it was complete. Nobody really knew about it. It was we had hunches and feelings, but. And it just happened, and it was so cool. So much magic in moments And I remember posting like it, and uh, people, reporters from all over the country on the East Coast were calling wow. me from, like, Daily Mail, like, oh, my God, can we have your content? Because like, people were freaking out. And so it was just really one of the most incredible moments. How many people were in that room? It had to be a hundred, very— hundred. A hundred people. Yeah. So a very intimate yeah. performance. Yeah. So much magic goes into those moments. I love that. So much. And that's really what, you know, we see places like Barbershop. They're starting to do more of that. I, you know, uh, Delilah, they get. You know, I haven't been yet. Oh, you got to go. I've lived here for three and a half months. You got to go. I have not been yet. I know. And cool. I mean, I used to frequent the one in LA all the time, mm -hmm. all the time, but I have not been to the one in Vegas. So like, go. yeah, I know I have different to go. vibe completely. I love the one in LA because that's a very special building for me. Seven, nine, six, nine. Mm -hmm. First nightclub I ever went to when I was 18. It was an 18. Wow. club. And then we used to go there for a legendary Hollywood nightclub called Granville for many, many years, which and was, it was by also, Josh um, what was it? It was DBA also. That was, yeah, and that was after. That was after I'm talking. Yeah. yeah, it was run by Josh Richmond. It was like the first place. I hung out with Chris Farley there. I hung out with, that was the first place I ever saw Mark Wahlberg, like, up close. It was a Thursday night, and they have a cabaret license, which means they can actually have topless and no other place in 
California Hollywood yeah. can have that and serve I've alcohol. I've never heard that before. They have a very unique license there um, at 7969. So then I, when I got to go to Delilah years later, I was like, oh my God. You know, when you go back to a place and you're like, I've been here. I know <laughs> how, all the times I remember and all the times I don't. You uh, know? Especially when the space is like reinvented, yeah. you know, it, it obviously has a different aesthetic. It looks different. But then again, the memories stay the same. Like, all right, I remember I took a shot at that bar or I oh, met yeah. this person in this corner or whichever. So like, I remember the 151. I did have a shot of 151 in there. Oh my god! I don't ever want to remember that per se, but it was you know that was a really great time. You know, really when I fell in love with kind of like the nightclub world and 796. I was definitely part of that. But Delilah here in Vegas, totally different vibe. I just recently saw Anderson Pack and Bruno, Bruno right? Mars there, private party, and he, Anderson was like right in my face, and it was pretty awesome. How do you, I, I, how does someone like me get invites to some of these very, you know, chic places? Like, you know, I'm very exclusive nights, you know I mean? Like, like, like that's something that I need to learn. So maybe you could show me the ropes on that. So. I will. I will. I'm good at that. One thing I've always <laughs> I'm not good at much. I'm not good at the regular things. You're I'm great really at a lot of things. Extraordinary things. Like I have this weird, like if you expect me to know how to load a dishwasher correctly or how to open a bottle of wine or any of that stuff, I cannot do. But if well, you I got want, I got you on you that. You want to go to a private party with <laughs> Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack and be in the front row? I got you covered. There, I, well, I, I got you on. Uh, I know how to open a mean bottle of wine. That's not a problem on this side, and uh, I'm I'm still working on being an expert at loading the dishwasher. So. You know, but I got you though. I got you. I got you. So it's an even trade there. How about that? It is. Everyone has their strong suits. So. <laughs> um, during the pandemic, this town obviously closed down. It was a crazy time. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen. I, to be honest, I didn't think, you know, the Vegas Strip closing down was ever going to happen. No. I, I never thought yeah. I would see this place get shuttered like that. Um, being that, like, you know, your job requires you, you know, to experience all these experiences. What were some of the things that you did during pandemic, you know, when you weren't able to do that? Right. Interestingly enough, it was funny because I was still I still had some very pre-pandemic assignments to finish, which were kind of fun. So I was still doing a, a guide about Las Vegas that was commissioned previous to everything shutting down. I was doing that for American Airlines. Mm -hmm. Completed that. Great. Some of those places still never opened. I you know, ended up having to take them out of the guide. It was a really interesting time. And then I just began really sharing. Um, I worked on a story for Billboard kind of about the state of the music industry in Las Vegas okay. and how people started to see it would eventually rebound and what that would look like um published that story i still continued working i was very very fortunate Con still continued working pretty consistently mm -hmm. um throughout the major part of the shutdown but for me it was like almost like a relief um i don't know if you felt that way but it was like for once you could just indeed sit in a room and not have to go 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 and you could do things like have dinner at home or you know, the, the, yeah, the pandemic definitely taught me how to simplify my mm -hmm. life a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, my mother actually moved here during the mm -hmm. pandemic. And, um, you know, it, it was I mean, I've had her across the country for a long time, maybe about a good almost 10 years or so. But she had moved here to Las Vegas. And that's what actually started my journey to actually finally move here after working here mm -hmm. for so long. Because I was commuting back and forth, back and forth, living out of a suitcase. Like, I could tell you literally every maid, every bellhop, or every valet person's name at the Mandalay Bay. I lived there. 
you know, sometimes two, three, four days out of the week, you know, but um, it, it definitely taught me how to simplify my life like no other. And, you know, I would come out here. I would drive from L.A. I wasn't working. I could do my radio show from anywhere. I'm like, Mom, I'm going to spend a month with you. Me, the dogs, you know, yeah. Rika, we're going to come out, you know, and I would spend a month here at a time. And it became increasingly harder for me to uh, to, to to leave and go back to L.A. after a while to where eventually it caved in to where I started, you know, obviously, I, you know, we all have epiphanies and realizations like family was the biggest thing that I think that I was like missing, like, you know, in my life. I wasn't. uh how do I put it? I, you know, I was just, you know, just like you said, you're constantly on the mm -hmm. go. You're living out of a suitcase. You're attending this dinner. You know, you're playing this show. You're getting on this flight. To have that all stop and just concentrate on one thing, you know, which was just being around people that I love was like, you know, my big realization. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know. little tangent right no, there. but it's, it, it's, it's important because, yeah. you know, we lose so much of life sometimes to our careers. You know, this is always the thing that we're faced with because we have fun jobs, right? Everybody's like, oh, your job's so fun. It's so glamorous. You get to go and do all these things. And I'm very, very lucky. I'm not out, you know, mm -hmm. digging ditches and, you know, doing the hard, the heavy lifting in life. But it is, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of deadline pressure. There's a lot of late nights, late nights. Yes. There's a lot of trying to keep up with the pace that you set for yourself. And then you also have to make a tremendous amount of sacrifices all the time. No, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, it's crazy because when people ask me, like, wow, you finally moved to Las Vegas? I mean, what, is it because you work out there? I was like, to be honest, I came out here to settle down, which is a very weird <laughs> thing to say. Like, who who moves to Vegas to settle down? Me. Yeah. You know, I get my, I have my family here. You know, I've got, like, I've got everything I need here. I'm good. I don't have to hop on a plane okay. as much as I used to, you mm -hmm. know, but yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. And I love this city, like, you know, more than anything. And, and this city has given me so much that, I mean, finally to be a part of it, you know, yeah. like officially. I mean, I was so proud to have my Nevada plates on my car. Like, it was such a it's big exciting. deal to me. It was it exciting. exciting. <laughs> Even my Nevada ID, I was like, no way. The new ones are cool. I just recently saw the new one. I, I don't have the new one yet. I'll get it next year. Were there any other hobbies that you picked up, like, during the pandemic outside of work since we had all this time? I did open my first bottle of champagne. So I go back on what I just Your said. Your first bottle of champagne? I did. I, I popped my first cork myself. Uh, that was exciting. A little scary. Um, I... <laughs> I don't like loud noises, so I was like, uh. uh what else did I do? Oh, God. I tried to or – I organized the cabinets at least three or four times, organized the wine collection. I was doing all these random things. I didn't great, get nearly though. as much – I did go through my closet. Um, those were some of the things that I – and I, I went walking every day for like five miles a day. You yeah. know, I would do that, and then I would get on the Peloton too, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is getting really excessive. Now I'm just working out all the time. But it was great. I kind of missed those days, you know, when we didn't actually have to go see people in person. But, you know, now we're just out. To, now we're just out. Now we're just out. And busier than ever. Oh, my Lord. Like, yo, I, I, I go to the strip and I am overwhelmed. I mean, granted, I've been working out here for a long time and I've seen packed houses. But for some, I mean, everything is just busy out mm -hmm. here right now. It's crazy. It's the craziest that any of us have ever seen. It is a hundred percent like exceeded every expectation, and and I'm sure we've made up for now. Hopefully, all the losses that we lost during that terrible 
um, you know, eight week period of time or whatever it was. And now the Palms reopening next, you know, coming up here. And it's going to be great. It's the last last piece of the puzzle, I think. Really. Is there uh, is there is there any insider word on what's going to be in the Palms? Like, you know, during this reopening, are they going to have a nightclub or are mm-hmm. they going to, you know, are, are, are this are, are there going to be new restaurants in there? You know, so what anything is, you can let us in on? Sure. As near as I can tell. Now, I've visited Sam Manuel, uh, who now owns the Palms. Sam mm-hmm. Manuel Tribe owns the Palms. I've been out to their property, Yamava, in uh, the Inland Empire a couple times now. Got to know them really well. They are very customer focused. They're very locals focused. They have one of the best customer management programs I've, I've seen. The casino is packed in there at all times. They have such a loyal customer base. They know what they're doing on the casino side. They know Love how to that. run a casino. The hotel thing's a little bit new for them, um, but they've done a really good job with what they have. Uh, and they've hired really the best. Cynthia Kaiser Murphy, who came from MGM Resorts, and she's a great leader. I love that it's woman president for the for the Palms and very much tied to the community. So Michael Simon is going to return with Mabel's. Got that inside track from him. Yeah, he's excited to be back. I I sat down with him during South Beach Food and Wine, and he is super excited to come back to because they invest a lot of time into that. Well, it's just a it's a licensing deal for him, but he still invested so much time in in that specific. Now, I'm a little hazy on what's going on with the Bobby Flay stuff because first they said that. Bobby's coming and then the name of the restaurant on the website changed a few times so I don't know if officially Bobby's coming back the restaurant won't be called shark though I actually really liked I really liked shark a lot which was at palms but the actual shark is still there so everybody's wondering so that, that that big art fixture in the center bar correct it's still there so everybody's wondering kind of how much of the art left with the Fertitta family because they're obviously big art collectors and owners of stations is the cause statue still there Good question. Don't know. That I don't That was know. very impressive. But I believe that was acquired for the property. So I think anything that was acquired or commissioned for the property stayed. Mm-hmm. And then whatever else was considered their family collection left, obviously. So I, I think the Murakami is part of their family collection because that used to be at Red Rock. A couple other key pieces I recognized from seeing from other times. Um, but it kind of just breaks down by that. There were three different types of art there. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. I mean, the doors open very shortly. We will see what is there. I love it. I can't wait to go in. I got to get a sneak. I, peek. I've spent a lot of time <laughs> at the. Actually, you know what? My career probably took off when I played at. Uh, I used to play at Rain. Yeah. I used to open for AM. Moon. Um, I think yeah. We, Moon. We originally met at Moon. Yeah. Moon. Moon was my ago. favorite nightclub yeah. in Vegas yeah. ever. I mean, just the retractable roof so and all cool. that. That was where me and J-Rock and Ryan Lobby mm-hmm. became good friends because I remember Pauly D had like a Palms oh, day at yeah. the time. Yeah. So, yeah, those, those those days definitely, you know, Everybody came mean a lot palms. to me. Yeah, Everybody, Palms is legendary. Uh, one thing that people always ask me since I've been working here for so long is, you know, Vegas is like a playground that everyone comes to, lets everything go, goes on vacation. Um I mean, is that something that, that do you ever get tired of at all? Well, or, I mean, for me, I don't. I, I moved here, so, you know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I always used to say it was our best marketing uh, scheme ever because we convinced everyone that they would have to come for the weekend, spend all of their money, and then leave, right? So we convinced <laughs> them that they couldn't stay. And I loved that because we didn't want them to really stay. We just leave your money and go. So now, unfortunately, everyone is convinced that they can live here because it's amazing. Everyone's 
finally catching on to how great it is here. Now they're all coming and they're going to give us more traffic and drive the housing prices up. I'm so, so sorry for doing that. I apologize from <laughs> no, the bottom listen, of my heart. You, you are. Uh, <laughs> I was an honorary local you're to an start honorary off. Local. You know? I don't even now I'm a full consider you to yeah. be a transplant. You are fine. <laughs> Uh, but that is that is always what I said was like, we did such a good job at marketing this place that, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and then you leave and leave all your money. And yeah, now that's all no, the wind. Now, yeah, now people want to stay here. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Someone, uh, <laughs> someone, yeah, someone texted me the other day going like, hey, is there really that much traffic like, you know, out there? I was like. You know, I mean, I, I lived in L.A. for for yeah. for, a, for a long time, and there's nothing that beats L.A. traffic in regards mm-hmm. to just travel times. Like, yo, it's it takes like 40 minutes to go six miles. It's like insane. here, six miles, it'll, it'll take you maybe 16 minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, someone did mention something uh, along the lines of like, well, yeah, we have a lot of traffic, and it's all Arizona and California plates that are, that 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 are, that are bringing it here. I'm like, well. I got to change my plate then, you know? Yeah, you got to change your plate. You don't want to be. <laughs> Plus, they'll pull you. I got pulled over right when I moved from California, too. They they look for those California plates. It's a massive fine. Yeah. It's $1,000 yeah. if you get stopped with a California plate and you've moved here for... I More think than three like, months, I think. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like... Yeah, I got, I got it. I, I got it. And, and yeah, it was a pain. So... Uh-huh. Uh, tell me more about Richie Media Group. <laughs> Shout out Nick Richie. Yes, That's my brother Nick right Richie. there, man. I love that guy. He's, I'm supposed to teach him how to DJ, by the way. You should. Nick is needs more skills. He, uh, <laughs> I love Nick. He's he's great. I actually didn't know Nick until uh, Z introduced us, mm-hmm. um, who we mentioned before. Um, she introduced us in June of 2020. I want to say, and he was starting up his new company, Richie Media Group, and he obviously Nick is a legend. You know, in in the in the internet. Uh, space very controversial figure and uh you know the thing i like about nick is that he just really believes in what's right it's funny because nick could you know people criticize him for this or for that or whatever but actually when you see the world through nick's eyes there's there's a lot of truth to what nick sees and um you know i appreciate always like his level of honesty and clarity even when he's not clear, you know, even when he and he, transparency. Yeah. He was a, very transparent. He went through a tough time, went through a divorce. And, uh, in the last year we're all come, I reminded him yesterday that we're almost coming up on the year of it. And, uh, you know, he definitely went through some tough times in terms of what was going on inside his head. But, um, you know, he just continually amazes me the stuff that he true, you know, chooses to, to fight for, um, you know, and, and fight for what's right in a lot of respects, like, you know, um, and I appreciate working with him so much. He's been so much fun. We have a blast together. We saw you in Chicago when we were out there filming. It was fun. Probably (laughs) the longest hug I've ever given during the DJ set. It was a great hug. I think yeah, I had it was it on a video. long. Yeah, it was on video. It was a long hug, man. Like I, I let the song play. It was. It was <laughs> good. It was a good, strong hug there, right in the middle of Tao, Chicago. Yeah, we had a blast. Um, he's always so fun. We we went to Miami together this year. Our Basel. You know, we're always plotting when our next adventure will be. So there's, and he's growing the business like yeah. crazy right now. Um, I saw he just adventures. recently, uh, or Richie Media Group just recently acquired uh, DJ Mac. Correct. So okay. All right. Well, so, well I mean, that's the wor- that's the ru- word. I mean, if this you look is it a up. Rumor. You know? This is a rumor. I don't know. You know, he likes to spin stuff. So I don't know. 
he there was a little bit of controversy around that statement. I actually haven't seen any uh, paperwork develop, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> There's conversations I hear, but I'm like, you know, show me when the ink's dry. Okay. You okay, know, I'm yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I was reading Twitter and stuff like yeah. that. And well, then Nick I loves was, to cause controversy. And, and then I saw him <laughs> post, like you know, in front of it, and I was like, wow, maybe I can hit the top ten. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I know, just right? Well, no, I don't think I'm nowhere close. That top that, ten yeah. is a little. <laughs> That top 10 is a little questionable, if you know what I mean. Well, you know, if someone like Nick acquires, mm-hmm. you know, DJ Mag, then mm-hmm. obviously, like, you know, we just covered, like, you know, how he's all about doing the right thing yeah. and being transparent yeah. and truthful. He, he, exactly. He, he's a savior. He is. He really is. He's risen. He's a savior. Nick, uh, Nick's a special creature, as I was saying. <laughs> um, are there other, other things that, that, that Richie Media Group and Celeb TM and, and whatnot that, you know, that we, we'll we'll see in the yeah. future. Anything that's developing or whatnot. Yeah, interestingly enough, I think content. It's very, yeah, we're developing podcasts, a lot of new content yeah. and projects. Um, we've been working, you know, really more as a full service advertising agency as well. We've been doing some work with the Peppermint Hippo, mm. which has been super fun. The new Gentlemen's Club in town. Love working with them. They have a great vision and they're on a big expansion track. Um, so that's been super fun. We, um, you know, have a partnership. There was partnership with Resorts World um, that Nick forged, you know, in the beginning there with that team and ha- had a couple of events there as well, looking at, you know, new partnerships, with new people coming into town as well. And then he's got, you know, he's been working really interestingly enough. We've kind of launched these websites for some of the most prominent reality stars so on our end obviously doing the website well, that's something i never yeah. knew about right here so. so this is all that's all news so we've been um working with really kind of how how can reality stars or tv stars control their own content so a lot of times they're just putting it out on social media and then people are taking it or spicing and dicing it but like what if they control their own narratives with their own stories so that's really kind of what this platform um, is kind of shot off from celeb. So we're doing a lot of those. Yeah, we're doing a couple of different wow. websites for various reality stars so they can control their own narrative. So they have their own like mini magazines. That's basically. dope. Yeah. I never knew that you guys are working on that. Yeah. That's amazing. I might have to talk to you it's about exci- that. It's exciting. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's our own little new stake. I know you're a very busy woman. You have a, mm-hmm. a very busy schedule. So before we get out of here, I want to get you know to the skinny and I want to definitely talk to the people here. Um, what are the do's and don'ts of this town? Let's do uh, three do's and three don'ts. What would be the top three things you need to do in Vegas versus the top three things that you don't do out here? Okay, like etiquette-wise or just anything? Anything. Anything. <laughs> well... You know, and don't hold back. So. You gotta respect the city. Like, first of all, that's why I always tell people: it's like you can't go. You know, I drive down Las Vegas Boulevard sometime, and I see this like sea of humanity pouring out from the various <laughs> day clubs. Sea of humanity, <laughs> and it's just like overflowing onto the strip. I'm like, people, put your clothes on. Like, come on. Like, you can't. It's just not. You know, Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, you need to. <laughs> It's earth. Stay down. Right. So, you know, manage yourself, (laughs) manage yourself, people, manage yourself, Um, keep your shoes on, keep your clothes on, you know, manage your alcohol intake. Um, Don't do drugs in the nightclub. Like that's like number one. People uh, don't get that law or rule that you will get busted. You will end up in jail. Like we're don't play around with that obviously 
Um, very important. Um, I think also too, you really want to do your research and definitely make sure that you're spending your dollars wisely because everything is, we know it's expensive. It's expensive to come here. It's expensive to go to a club. So let's just say like, you know, one of those dudes is bring money. (laughs) Bring money, but also research where you're putting your dollars. Make sure that you're, you know, check your Check your reviews. Make sure that you're spending, you know, where you want to be. Pick the right nightclub. You know, you don't necessarily have to go to all of them, but just pick the one that's going to be best suited for you. Um, And then, you know, you got to play your weekends well. You know, if you want to be a little bit more cost effective, maybe don't come, you know, during NFL draft weekend. Memorial Uh, Day weekend. Correct. Oh, my. You're not going to get deals. Room rates are at an all-time high now. So you got to really kind of play – your cards right if you are on a budget and want to be a little bit more cost effective. Now, all that goes out the window if you're coming on somebody else's expense account. And by all means, then come whenever you want. <laughs> come whenever you want and do whatever you want. Um, okay. Do- oh, what were those dues? <laughs> Yeah, those are dues. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Well, let's then I'll reverse the don'ts. Don't miss some of our great cultural attractions like the Neon Museum, the Mob Museum. Um, the Red Rock, and I'm taking beautiful. notes too because I I am a new resident. So yeah, don't miss the great culture that Las Vegas does have. People always love to say, "Oh, Las Vegas has no culture." That's not true. Not true. We have incredible culture. It's just very much our own. So Mob Museum, Neon Museum. You go out to beautiful Red Rock, do the loop. Um, you know, you go to Lake Mead, great spot to hang out. Hoover Dam, whatever you're interested in, we probably have it. And, you know, just make sure to get out a little bit, you know, you don't need to spend your whole time at the bar. Um, And then I would also say, you know, you want to, I want everybody to really enjoy the city. So yeah, maybe take your chances, you know, on the tables. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to gamble a little bit. I don't gamble at all. (laughs) I've never gambled here. Really? Well, maybe once I I played war at body, not body English, uh, at the hard rock when body English was still around. I remember I, it was a, a drunken night. Yeah. Uh, I actually told this story to Vice. Um, remember Andy Hirsch? Yeah, of course. So Andy Hirsch is only the only guy, and he's probably been mentioned on this podcast at least like five times already. <laughs> he's the only guy in town that's ever pulled me from the turntables and told me, it's not your night tonight, kid. <laughs> and I remember I was so defeated walking out, and I had like a little bit of money on me. And I was like, I have no idea what to do. So I went to that center bar. That center bar was so legendary, by the way, you know, at the Hard Rock. And then it was like a a, a table where, you know, you could play war. And I've never seen that in my life. I probably played maybe about a good $600 that night. Wow. It was like 15 years ago. Yeah. 15 years ago. But that's the only time I've ever really, really like tested my luck. Like once in a while, like at the airport, Mm -hmm. I'll put a dollar in Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I just don't. I mean. Maybe that that led me to be like, okay, I can go to Vegas and handle it because I don't have vices. You yeah, know I, mean? I don't. Yeah. And me, I yeah. don't either. So, you know, I always, um, maybe on my birthday once or twice, but not, I don't really gamble that much. But it is fun. You know, if you can control it, you know, by all means, don't do it if you can't control yeah. it. But if you, you know, don't be scared because I think a lot of people are, especially if you've never gambled before and you're like curious, like you want to play. But, you know, just know your limits, set your limits. Um, but you know, you gotta take part a little bit in that glamour. Um, and you also don't want to miss the incredible entertainment that we have, you know, shows, concerts. Incredible. My we, God. I mean, there are residencies out here. Um, Silk Sonic, Usher. So good. Both great. Both I, great. I've seen Bruno. I have not seen the Silk Sonic mm-hmm. show yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen Usher yet either. Yeah. 
But Amazing. I heard they are just by far just incredible. Amazing shows. Really great entertainment. Gaga, you know, and, uh, you know, just spend your dollars wisely. You know, come with a plan. Spend your dollars wisely. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, before we're out of here, is there anything or any words of advice that you can let somebody know who just moved here? Okay. Maybe this might be a little selfish question because I'm probably like, you know, hey, I, I don't have a lot of time with you. So, um you know, just words of advice to ensure that this experience is bar none the best decision that they've ever made. Right. I would always say try to live the whole city. I always think like people that say, oh, I never go to the strip or, you know, you got to live the whole city. You got to embrace that's this whole thing is built around that. You know, don't be scared to go there. Don't be scared to walk around, check it out. It might not be for you all the time. And, you know, I do understand that those things come with a premium, but you know what? You don't have to avoid it like the plague. There is still free parking yeah. out there. There's great locals casinos. You know, Sahara is awesome. You know, if you want to go down and explore and have, you know, a good meal, not too expensive, go to Sahara, uh, Chickie and Pete, the great sports book offerings and sports watching offerings. So um, you can still find free parking. <laughs> This is what all locals care about. Where is the free parking? You, you know, I, I've paid for parking pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, I'm still learning though. Like mm -hmm. I just realized like if you sign up for like all these like gamer cards or what is it, the player's yes. card, like, you know, you, you are entitled to like, you know, certain benefits as a local and whatnot. So mm -hmm. I'm still learning the ropes. I, yeah. I don't know it fully yeah. yet, you know, I mean, but you know, if, uh, it, I mean, if we were in like, you know, the Bay area or in Los Angeles, a little bit different, but it's weird now that I live here. Like, then you're paying thirty dollars an hour for parking. Oh, I mean, yeah. like we're so no. really lucky here that we have, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit of a leeway with that. But yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Where can can anybody that 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 wants to know more about you and the things that you talk about go to? Sure. Yeah. You can. Well, you can go to my Instagram. It's probably the best portal into my life because it all I post everything I write there. And then I um, also post my TV segments. And if you're here locally in Vegas, you can watch me on Channel 13 on Tuesdays at 1120 for Tasty Tuesday, where I talk about restaurants. And yeah, Instagram's great, at Melinda Shekels. And then you have Off the Strip also, right? OffTheStrip.com is my Love website that. and OnTheStrip.com. So if you're planning a trip to Vegas, um, OnTheStrip.com is a hotel booking. We're gonna about to do flights soon, and it's just specifically for Las Vegas. It's a it's its own hotel deal site for Las Vegas. I love Vegas. that. Yeah. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, Melinda Shekels, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Man, uh, Melinda, thank you, first of all, because as someone who's very new to Vegas and still has no clue what the fuck he's doing, <laughs> I appreciated everything that she had to say. Yo, uh, she had gems. And you, and you kind of were a little bit candid. You're going to have to elaborate a little bit on that story that you didn't actually oh, want to tell. I've never told you You're this. You're not getting out of that that, er that easy. The craziest thing ever to ever happen to me in Vegas. And and you know you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I say this. Like, I rightfully deserved it. Oh, shit. All right. I rightfully deserved it. So, like, you know, I, I had just started playing in Vegas. It was a club called Body English, right? And was that MGM? Uh, no, it was, it was at the uh, the Hard Rock. Hard Rock, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so it was at the Hard Rock. And then basically, you know, I, I got a chance to pretty much uh, to headline a night over there. Mm -hmm. It was this is like 15 years ago, though, man. This is actually maybe even more. Probably longer, yeah. Yeah, probably longer. So, like, you know, I'm still super brand new to Vegas. I'm so green about, like, how to play these rooms and whatnot. But I remember, um, you know, I got to 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 fill in for I want to say it was DJ Homicide at the time. 
I play the headline set at uh, Body English. What happens is that probably about a good 30 to 40 minutes through my set, I get pulled by, uh, and God bless this man because, yo, if it wasn't for this moment, I wouldn't be here today right. because it really, 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 like, you know, it, it, it let me know. It put me on notice. Like, yo, you got some work to do. This, so hold on. You was in the middle. You were in the middle of your set. Mm-hmm. And they like just came and like unplugged the. No, they didn't unplug technique. it. No, he just comes up to me. He just and he tapped like, you, kind of give you the taps me on the shoulder. He was like, "Hey, my man, it's just not your night tonight." I Damn. was like, "Fuck." Do you remember what you were playing? Uh, World, hold on. Oh, that's a dope record. That's a. But there's a long breakdown that just kills the room. I know that shit. <laughs> yeah, yo, but this breakdown yeah, and, and, and for shit. any DJ that's watching this, you know what breakdown I'm talking about. You know, me and Vice talked about it in the last episode, but yo, that breakdown, if you don't get out before it, like yo, it you're destroys stuck. the room. Yeah, you're stuck. In yeah. a bad way. Right. So I remember that breakdown was playing. People were like leaving the dance floor. Like even like the the light guy, Lewis. Uh, shout out to Lewis. I haven't seen Lewis since I moved here. But uh, the light guy at the time, like yo, he couldn't even run the lights. Like there was just no movement in the room. Oh, I I I I, I stunk it up. E- I bombed. Okay, but it was because of that moment that allowed me to really like look at myself and be like, yo, man, like I got. I'm really not ready for this the way that I thought I was. Hmm, okay. It led me to be like, yo, I got some work to do. Right. But, you know, hey, what do you do it was when you teach- fall down? It was a teachable moment. Oh, completely, man. I mean, like I said, like, what, what, what happens when you fall down? Dust yourself right. off and get right back up. Yeah, for sure. So I did. And, you know, and, and, but, you know, it's, it's great, though, because I've got this relationship with that guy, with Andy Hirsch, man. He's one of my big brothers. He's one of my, uh, I like to say he's a mentor because mm-hmm. of that moment. Yeah. Because that was, a, dude, that was yeah. a fucking moment. Right. But, um, you know, um, I'll, I'll laugh this moment off and I'll be like, hey, man, remember when you pulled me off over at Body English? And he'd be like, come on. he be like, nah. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Because, yo, sometimes we... You know, sometimes we we got to be put on notice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a that's okay. That's like the negative experience that you've or the one of the worst that you've had. Give give us something good. Like, what's what's something that's like something one of your good? like more, you know, you're more like you know something that you're more proud of or or more like positive moments that, that you've had in Vegas. You know what, man? When I moved here about a good three months ago, um, the Las Vegas Weekly. Uh, they did this whole piece on me, mm-hmm. and they worded it so incredibly well. Like the wordplay with this was 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 incredible, and the headline of the article was "The House Always Wins." Oh, that's tight. Las Vegas finally lures DJ E Rock to a permanent residency. Nice. You know, I mean, literally, people, yeah, people yeah. really thought they're like, oh, you got a new residency? Right, right, like, right, yeah, right. I yeah, bought a house oh, in yeah. Vegas. Right. But that 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 was the most positive thing because like. You know, um, just the way that 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 you know, I was welcomed to the city, like you know, as a resident, versus someone that came in every single like week for the last like what fifteen, sixteen years. Yeah, like you know, it was very heartwarming, and uh, you know, it made me feel like 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 I mean, I felt like a king. And then you got to ride the the Zamboni. Yeah, man. So that's tight, man. That's it's dope. tight. That's a good. That's a good. What thing. about you though? I mean, I mean, yo, I mean, I'm sure you have. Like you know, your 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 good and bad, yeah. or even shocking. I've been out here Vegas a lot. Moments. I mean, I I just recently moved out here, but I've spent many a many a nights out here. Um, some that I wish to forget, some that I did forget, some um, that you just don't remember. Some that yeah, exactly. Yeah. I literally don't remember. But I will say, like two of the most epic times I've ever been out in Vegas, and in my opinion, this is like the two most 
incredible times to be in Vegas. One was NBA All-Star Weekend, which was if wow. anybody was out here and in Vegas at that time, you know how absolutely crazy Vegas was. And like, you know, mind you, this was a, many, many years ago, like didn't have nowhere near the uh, financial <laughs> flexibility that I have now. So I think, you know, we were super it was like you know like four of us packed in a room at the luxor and i think even then the you know back then this was what this was i think 2006 2007 it had to be before that no i'm telling it had you to be well, well, way before that well maybe it was but no you know i know how i know because we did a party big shout out to brand one he had a a, a sneaker company at the time called bays remember the bays i remember that and we did a bays uh we did a bays nba all-star weekend party Big Von DJ, big shout out to Big Von, uh, and it was E Forty and DJ Unk. So wow, that's a long. That's time how ago. you know because that walk it out, walk it out was like yeah, walk it out was like I think like two thousand two thousand six or something like that. Anyway, so that whole weekend was just absolutely crazy. I mean, Vegas was on fire. I've never ever ever seen it that way. I mean, I've been out here for some big moments, which like I said, my second moment was. Um, the uh, Mayweather Pacquiao weekend. That weekend was that was insane. absolutely crazy. Pacquiao weekends for me were always crazy. Yeah, for sure. It, but, I mean, I missed them. Oh yeah, I mean, he was he was a huge draw. I mean, Mayweather was too. But that's what I'm saying. Like to get them together, it was just like the blend of these two different worlds. Man, that that was crazy. But yeah, those those two moments. I'm fortunate enough to say that I think probably you know pre you know Elvis at the Riviera or whatever like were big legendary moments that will be like in the history books for Vegas. Yeah. NBA All Star Weekend, Mayweather Pacquiao. Like I was here for those. They were absolutely crazy. But um, great food out here. Oh my God! Don't get me started. I'll tell you this right now, man. I've I've experienced probably like some of the best food I have had. In a long time, man. Um, I was actually afraid leaving Los Angeles. Oh yeah, and losing like you know some of those like you know those uh, hidden gems when it comes down to like you know the culinary aspect. But then coming here, I realized I'm like, yo, I'm actually, I'm actually gaining a lot. Oh my god, are you ever? Yo, well, I've gained. Not yeah, only gained, yeah, you've gained literally. Yeah. Yo, I've gained at least like ten pounds. And like, literally, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Like, you know, I thought that uh, I thought I was going to lose good sushi. No, not true. Nope. Got a lot of great sushi places out here. I thought I was going to lose like, you know, uh, good breakfast spots. Nope. No, they got those all day. I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to bash on anything, but I will say it would be nice to go to a place and anybody out there, please tag us. Uh, let us know in, in the comments where your guys' favorite spots are. And I'm going to say this. Like burritos, yo. There's no good. No, yeah. There's no. There, that's there's the not one, one good burrito out here. And I will say that I've had so. I I'm mean, also far. a little skeptical on the pizza so far. Nah, I've had good pizza out here. Mm. I've had good pizza out here. Mm. Really good know. pizza. Big shout out to Dave Portnoy. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. Barstool Sports. <laughs> Big shout out to Melinda for for just dropping gems and 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 sharing her experiences with Las Vegas, letting everybody out there know the ins and outs, the do's, the don'ts. Um. 
She's dope, man. She's so great. Appreciate her a lot. She's going to show us the ropes, too. 100%. I'm very excited for that. I need that. I need that. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. You know so. what I really, really need? And 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 I, I want to know more about, like, the cutty off the strip food spots. Like, you know, like, I know all the restaurants on the strip, and they're all phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I also want to know where the, like, little hole-in-the-wall spots are and stuff like I that. I got a couple so. of them. Uh, yeah. I'll share them with you. That's for sure. And there's, I mean, I follow a few of the pages on Instagram, and that'd be somebody dope that maybe we could get on the podcast, too. There's a lot of people out there that are doing some dope content around you know restaurants and food so you know who we got to talk to is this guy named las vegas phil okay las vegas phil yeah yo he got i kid you not i watch his profile or you know i mean because he posts videos yeah i need that i'm a oh visual person oh my god like yo I, I i've you're drooling on the phone oh my god bro like the stuff that he posts are incredible all right we're gonna do it's that. just insane we're so maybe maybe we'll get las vegas phil on. that'd be dope man that'd be dope i would definitely love to learn more about you know what vegas has to offer outside of the strip food wise and people out there if you're from vegas and you know uh all the good food spots if you do know a burrito spot I'm probably not gonna believe you anyway, but uh, feel free to tag us. You know what? But we were spoiled though, man. We're 100%. from San Francisco. 100%. We're from the Bay Area, so in San Francisco, you've got you know the, the home one of and the only. Mission Style Burrito. Yes, yeah. the Mission yeah. Style Burrito. There's, so it's like can't, yo, nothing can't beats that. It. People from San Diego will definitely try to say that their burrito is better, but no, I don't want no. The damn. Mission Style Burrito listen, from San Francisco. Come listen, on, listen. Don't know. Respectfully, I don't want no damn French fries in my burrito. They're two different <laughs> things. They're two different meals. That's, right. that's just me, though. Another day, another conversation, man. Every single Tuesday, we will have a new episode for you. That's right. It's the Hot Box Podcast. E-Rock, Box Cab. Any last words? <laughs>